518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome on ACB Radio and welcome also on Zoom to this presentation by Matt uh, Valbrecht and the TTJ team. And uh, we're excited to have you here. My name is Greg. I am your Zoom host. And I'd like to introduce you to uh, Matt Valbrecht, who will be talking about mail today and accessing Apple Mail. So, Matt, take it away. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome once again to another presentation. Thank you so much for having me. It's always exciting to be here with all of you. And today we are indeed going to be talking about Apple Mail. I want to start out with a a little bit of an overview and I'm going to cover just a quick review of some of the basics. But we're not going to stay on that very long because there's so much more that you can do with mail. And I want to get into some of that. I want to cover rich text formatting. I want to cover the idea of smart mailboxes. And then I'm going to turn things over to trainer Cliff, who I heard join us here a few minutes ago, to talk about even more advanced ways to sort and organize your mail. All right. So let's get started on this thing. We're going to talk first about just a quick general review of Apple Mail, things you probably already know, but you know it never hurts to, to repeat certain things. So I want to remind you that the Apple Mail, which of course ships with all of your devices natively, is able to access many types of email accounts. Um, You can have your iCloud email, which is Apple's own email. And when you create your Apple ID, you can actually create it at iCloud.com or you can use an existing email address that you already have as your Apple ID. But even if you use an existing email address as your Apple ID, you're still entitled to a free at iCloud.com email address as well. And that's a great way to um, you know, help organize your mail and have it use the, the iCloud features are just amazing. Um, we'll talk more about them, but basically iCloud offers true push email. Of course, you can change these settings, uh, but by default, you're going to get true push email, which means that when somebody sends you a message, it instantly comes in. And on iOS and iPad OS, even if the mail app is not running, um, you'll get that little notification sound uh, for your email, or you can customize the notification sounds even. Um, so that means that you know, you're always going to get your email right away. Now, the, um, the iCloud email, of course, is going to sync with iCloud across all of your devices as well. So that's a very important feature because if you reply to a message or delete a message on one device, it's, you know, the same thing happens on all of your devices. Of course, iCloud supports all the great features you would expect from email attachments and other things. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Now, another thing that iCloud allows you to do is to have aliases. And what that means is additional email addresses that all come to the same actual email. And so, for example, you could have John Smith at iCloud.com, but then you could also have, um, 
I don't know, maybe maybe your business name at iCloud.com. And then that would come to the same John Smith at iCloud uh, email address. So you're entitled to three aliases with each iCloud email address. And those are not something we're going to spend a lot of time on right now at this moment. Uh, it's sort of a more advanced feature. But I did want to let you know that it is available. Now, in addition to using iCloud with Apple Mail, you can use pretty much any other email address you can think of. So if your internet provider, Comcast or Spectrum or, you know, one of these has given you um, email addresses, you can add them to the Apple Mail app. You can certainly add Google's Gmail and Yahoo and Outlook. And as I said, just about anything you can think of. Um, and you, of course, do this under settings and then mail and then you go to accounts. And most times you don't even need the information like you used to you know, back in the days when you had to know the, the incoming mail server and outgoing, all that stuff. Most all the major email providers now, all you've got to do is put your display name, which is the name that you want people to see when you send email to them. And then you, you put your email address and your password and it actually finds the rest of the information and sets it up for you. So it's very, very easy to add your mail accounts to Apple Mail. Now I'd like to talk just a, a, a moment about the mail app. And uh, I want to um, remind you that it's going to be a little bit different on the iPad than it is on the iPhone. Now, we are offering, TTJ is offering a very extensive iPad class starting in just a couple of weeks on March 1st. And there's still room to register for that class. Um, we'll tell you how to do that later. And in that class, we will talk extensively about apps on the iPad, including mail and a lot of others. But suffice it to say that in the mail app on the iPad, you're going to have at least two columns, and, and you might even have a third one depending on your iPad screen size. But at the very least, you're going to have your list of messages on the left. And then when you double tap a message, it's going to display that message on the right-hand side of the screen. Now, that is not the case on the iPhone. Of course, on the iPhone, uh, you're going to have all of your messages in a list. And when you double tap on one, it's going to open that message. And it's going to put a back button at the upper left-hand corner of the screen to take you back to the list of messages. You can go back even further from the list of messages to your entire list of mailboxes. Now, you can think of a mailbox as a folder, but really a mailbox uh, represents something like inbox and sent and junk and trash and all these different things. So every mail account, remember a few minutes ago, we said you can have iCloud, Gmail, you know, all these different ones. Every mail account has its own list of mailboxes that show up on your device. Plus, you have some global mailboxes, like, for example, all inboxes, which is the, the universal inbox for every mail account that you have on your device. And it's personal preference. Some people don't like that, and some people really do. I use it all the time because I like to have all my mail in one place. I don't really care where it came from. And so I just hit all inboxes, and I'm good to go. Other people prefer to do more extensive sorting, and we're going to talk about that later on. As I said, Cliff's going to talk about the majority of that, but I'm going to mention the smart mailboxes and so forth, which I do like those. Now, there's a few other universal mailboxes that you can turn on as well, uh, like all trash and all sent and so forth, but they're not always on by default. And so again, that's a, another feature we're going to explain to you how to turn on in a little bit. But I just want to cover these basics first, and the all inboxes that mailbox is definitely part of the basics because it's on by default and it shows up 
right there at the top of your list. And as a matter of fact, you have all of your inboxes listed individually as well, right there at the top of your list. So you'll have all inboxes, and then you'll have an inbox from every mail account that you have. Then you're going to get to the heading of accounts, and you'll see each account with its respective mailboxes. Inbox, sent, junk, trash, whatever. Some have an archive folder, some have a you know, d- different names for their folders or mailboxes, but they're, you know, they're all going to show up there. And the, one of the mailboxes that will not show up by default is the outbox. The outbox only appears when it is needed. If a message for some reason doesn't get sent, it will be placed in the outbox and that outbox will then be in your list of mailboxes. Otherwise, it typically does not exist. You won't even see it. Now, again, once you've gone into your list of mailbox, once you've gone into a mailbox like all inboxes, you will see all of your messages. They'll state that they're unread if they are. And there is always an edit button, which allows you to do multi-select. And in other words, you can double tap a message to select it. If you want to select eight different messages, you can double tap all of them to, to have them all selected. And then at the bottom of the screen are different actions you can take on the selected messages. Move them, trash them, what have you. Now, I prefer to do it another way. If I want to delete my messages, I don't go into the edit mode. I just use the rotor, which is already set to actions by default when you're in the list of messages. So if I'm in all inboxes and I just start swiping right, I see unread and it says this message is from Bath and Body Works and it's an ad, you know. Well, I'm not going to Bath and Body Works this week, so I don't need that ad. So I just swipe up and I see the delete option and I double tap to delete it. Or if I'm on an iPad, I swipe up twice because there's a drag item on an iPad, which you don't see on the phone. All right, and my next message, let's say, is from uh, Starbucks. All right, well, I want to keep that one because I'm going to go there today. Next up, let's say, is uh, Boscov's. Well, that's another place I'm not going this week, so I'll delete that message. Just swipe up, double tap. Okay, it's as simple as that. When I want to open a message, I can I can double tap on it, and that brings up the whole message for me to read by swiping left and right or two fingers swipe down, whatever you like to do. I should point out that even without opening a message, you do get a bit of a message preview. By default, I believe that's the first two lines of the message. You can change that in your settings, but by default, I think it's two lines. And again, that's called the message preview. And what that means is that even without opening a message, I can hear a little bit about the message. It will read the first couple of lines to me. That's very useful in personal correspondence and and you know maybe business correspondence. It's not always so useful in ads because sometimes the you know the 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 header information and all that stuff sort of goes into the the body of the message they're putting links there and and so forth so you don't really get to hear much but it depends on the individual message and and the sender um, when you have opened a message you then have a few things that you can do uh, you can swipe left and right to read it and you can use the the rotor to perform many actions like reply there's also a button at the bottom, the right, bo- the bottom right of the screen. You have several buttons there at the bottom, the, the, the move and delete buttons. And you have this button that's called more. And that more button is going to give you everything that's in the rotor and then some. There's a whole bunch of options in that, um, in that uh, more button, which is, you know, if you want to just reply or something, you can probably do that in the rotor and not even have to worry about finding that button. But there's a whole lot more in the more button uh, then you'll find in the rotor. So you have reply, reply all, you have uh, move, trash, you have uh, print, 
there, there's just a whole bunch of different options you'll find in that menu. And so that's the extended mail menu. Uh, and it is very useful. Now, I also want, and of course, I'm going quickly, just a whirlwind tour, because so far, these are all things that I think you're fairly familiar with. Um, I do want to also talk about threading. And if you'll bear with me a moment, I'm going to get my iPad here so I can actually demonstrate the, uh, the threading for you. Um, I'm going to get that in just a minute here, and I'm going to show you the, uh, the way to work with threaded messages, okay? So what is a threaded message? A threaded message is back and forth from the same people, like a conversation with the same subject, all right? You'll also often see these on group lists. Many of us have um, email listservs that we might subscribe to, or maybe we run different listservs. And you know, when you have a subject um, that's the same, and even if multiple people are replying to it, it goes into a thread by default. Of course, again, that's you know, you can customize that in your settings, but it's um, it is very useful, I think. Thank you. Um, so what we have, for example. Um, I'm going to open up my iPad here. I'll turn up the volume in a moment. I know it's not up right now very loud, but I'm going to take care of that in a moment. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to find... Mail. Hey there, Matt. Okay, there's a, a message. available. And uh, you can hear actions available, so I can swipe up and down. Trash. Flag. Reply. Unread. Activate. Okay. Default. I'm on a message that someone sent me. I have CC'd on this email as well. Okay, that's a message someone sent. Again, at the bottom right, more actions. But I have that more actions button. Let's just down. take a look what's in there. Jane Teachin. Close. Reply. Reply all. Forward. Trash. Flag. Mark as unread. Move message. Archive message. Move to junk. Mute. Notify me. Print. Print. Look at all those different options. Dismiss pop-up. Okay, we're going to get out of that. Now let's go back to the left side of my screen on the iPad. Mailboxes, back button. There's that back button that would take me to the mailbox list. On a large 12.9-inch iPad, you're actually going to have the mailboxes right here in another column. Um, but on any other iPad or certainly the iPhone, you have a back button to get to your mailboxes. All inboxes, heading. All right, as you know, based upon what I've already told you, I like to work in the universal inbox, so that's where I'm at. You hear it say all inboxes. Edit button. There's that edit button we talked about. Search. Search field. Dictate button. And there are two search to start dictation. options that you have there. Um, okay, yeah, there's two search options that you have, the, the editable text field and a dictate button for voice search, so that if I want to search for a particular message with a certain subject or a certain sender or whatever, I can search. Now we're going to get to the list of messages. On red, John and Cliff. There's a thread right there. There's a thread. Three messages in thread. And it tells me there's three messages in thread. Now, let me just go through a few more and, and demonstrate some of the other things we've talked about, like finding something to delete. Unread. Guitar Center. Okay, there's a message from Guitar Center. I didn't even listen to the subject. I did a two-finger tap to stop the speech for a second because I can tell you already I'm going to delete this message. I don't have a Guitar Center near me. Um, and I do have... There is one where my parents live, but you know, I don't need anything from Guitar Center right now. And, and I, so I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to show you. I'll listen to the subject. Unread. Guitar Center. Use your unique code to save big this holiday weekend. 3, 11 p.m. Now. Matthew, here's your President's Day coupon. 
see there's a can't see images there's a um, view this online a message preview if i want actions to available okay and actions available if i want to hear that message preview again by the way i can three finger single tap matthew here's your president's day coupon can't see images I wasn't sure if you view this online if you all knew that you could do that one of twelve sixty eight. top left corner quarter with okay that's just giving me some additional information there what we're going to do is swipe up till we hear delete and as i told you on an ipad it's two swipes up because you have this drag option. Drag item. And then you have delete. Delete. Double tap. Deleted. There we go. Unread. Boscovy's department stores. And there is one from Boscov's. And again, if I want to read the whole thing, I double tap on it. I'm going to go back to this threaded message and I'm going to double tap on it so that I can show you how to work with it. Unread. John and Cliff. PBU downgrading. 3, 13 p.m. Three messages in thread. I am thinking. All right. Double tap. Selected on it selects it two of three and it actually puts my voiceover cursor on the right hand side already on the iPad and again in the iPhone it, it doesn't matter because it's just it opens it up. What I want to show you is that when your voiceover cursor is focused on the message, when it's threaded, you have a new option in the rotor. Well, not new anymore. It's I mean it's new in the sense that it wasn't there until you did that, and it's called messages. Now this was added, I don't know, maybe iOS 10. Nine or 10, I'm not sure. And what it allows me to do is to move from message to message within a thread without expanding the whole thread. So I will set the rotor to messages. Messages. And I'll swipe up. Message one of three. John Dico George. It's going to read that message. All right. Pause that just in case there's anything potential in there. And now I'm going to swipe down and you'll see I'll be on the second message. Message two of three. Clarify groups. I.O. Someone correct me if I am wrong. And here. again, message three of three. Tim Kilburn. Swipe groups. back up. Message two of th- message one. Okay, of three. you get the idea. Now, if I come across a message that says it's collapsed, that means it thinks I've already read it. So I can double tap it if I want to expand it. I also want to point out that this up and down swipe with one finger with the rotor set to messages works as long as you don't swipe left and right. Some messages are too long to be read in one in one fell swoop like that, and, and you're going to have to swipe right to read the rest of the message. And when that happens, your rotor is automatically going to default back to actions. So, see, I can keep swiping up and down. Message two of three. Message, message, message one of three. But if I swipe right, John now when I swipe down, trash, flag, reply. See, I'm on the actions menu rotor again, so I have to turn the rotor to the left again. Messages. to get back to messages if I want to be able to keep swiping up and down. So that is a really convenient, really easy way to read through threaded messages very, very quickly. Now, what if you want to work with an individual message in this thread instead of just reading it like that? Because if I go over here... Unread. Dictate. To where I was. This, Selected. There it is. Drag. Delete thread. Three messages. See, it wants to delete all three, which is typically fine. But what if you don't? What if you want to just delete one of them or something? Well, look in your rotor here on this message. More. Expand thread. There's an option called expand thread. Flag. Mark. Activate. And that expand thread option will allow me to, instead of of performing a function on just... uh, uh, Instead of performing a function on the whole thread, I can perform it on just one individual message because when I expand the thread, then the messages in this thread appear individually like all my other messages in my in my inbox. 
All right. So that is a bit about uh, threading. And again, I'm a big fan of it. You can, you can turn it off completely if you don't like it, um, or you can work with it in different ways. You know, even among our instructor team, we all have different ways we prefer to work with threaded messages. I like to keep them threaded and I like to just use that messages rotor option. Uh, trainer Steph from our team, she prefers to expand all her threads and, and work with them individually, but she does leave threading on for you know organizational purposes and what have you. Some people want to turn threading off altogether, but it is a, you know, as we always say, personal preference. Um, I want to show you next uh, how to, well, and I'm sure you know how to compose a message, but I want to show you some really cool things that you can do when you're composing messages, just in case you're not sure of all of them. So we're going to talk about composing, and then we'll come back to mail, and we'll talk about sorting and organizing and folders and mailboxes and smart mailboxes and all those fun things. But I do want to talk first about composing, because one of the important things you're going to want to do is compose. Now, what I'm about to show you is true whether you reply or compose a new message. It doesn't matter. And to reply, you know that you can find that in the rotor or in that extended reply menu that says more actions. You can find reply under there as well. And it's going to preserve the 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 subject that you know the the, the two and the subject. And all you got to do is is you know the body type your reply. But we're going to go ahead and compose a brand new message. Compose button. The compose button. Double tap and hold to bring up drafts. Uh, can be found on the upper right here of my iPad and. Uh, on the, uh, boy, I hardly ever do it on the phone. I think it's actually at the bottom right on the phone, but it could be at the, I really think it's the bottom right. Cliff will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the bottom right on the phone. I, I just, I do it on the iPad more than I do it on the phone. Um, so I'm going to hit this, I'm going to double tap this compose button. Two text field is editing insertion point at start. And right away I'm in the, use the rotor to access misspelled words. Okay. Right away. I'm in the two fields. Add contact button. Just to the left of it is an add contact button that brings up my list of contacts. Not going to do it that way, but you can. Send dimmed button. There's the send button. It's grayed out because there's nothing in here right now. Message heading cancel button. And there's the new message and the cancel. There's a bit of a little bug in iOS uh, 14.4, and I'm actually running 14.5, and I have forgotten to test to see whether it's still there. And even if I knew the answer, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. But um, in the stable version right now, there is a little bit of a bug that if you create a message and you don't send it, it's impossible to delete the draft. Even if you try to delete it, it just doesn't delete. Uh, so what happened, what I recommend in that situation is just send it to yourself or send it to someone. You know, So that's what I'm going to have to do in this case just to be safe. As I say, that may have been corrected in 14.5. I don't even know, and I couldn't tell you if I did. But it, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to just do that. Um, so the first thing I want to point out again is that you have this add contact button. If you like to work that way, if you want to just pick your, you know, from your list of contacts, you can certainly do that. I'm going to show you the way I prefer to do it. And it is still going to access my contacts as well as other people I've sent messages to and replied to and even groups because there's no way on iPad and iPhone to directly create groups within the contacts app. On an iPad, you can go to iCloud.com and you can create groups. Um, but actually, you don't really need to. Because if you 
send an email to a group of people one time, it preserves that and you can use it again. Um, so it, it's like uh, a Siri smart suggestion or something. You know, it remembers that. So we're going to uh, we're going to send a message here, and we're going to send a message. Sorry, one second, my uh, speak. Um, we're going to send a message to Trainer Cliff. So I have Cliff in my contacts. New message send. Dim. Now add cop to text field is editing. There's my two field. What I'm going to do is start typing the first few letters of his email address. I can tell you what it is because he shares it publicly. You're allowed to iMessage him for support. And you're allowed to email him if you want to be in our iPad class. This is how you'll let him know you want to register for the iPad course. You send an email to stir it up at iCloud.com, but he spells stir with a U. So S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P at iCloud.com. Now, I'm going to just type the first few letters of that because it will know that that's who I want to send it to because he's there in my contacts. So I'm going to type the S-T-U and I'm going to look at my up above my keyboard. I'm on the screen here. Dismiss you. I'm going to find my list. Add contact to heading two, and it's got a heading. And I swipe to the right. I'll see these results. Results. Cliff Miller Senior. Start up at cloud.com home button. And that's the one I want. If I swipe to the right, Chevron. That Chevron. That Chevron. What that means, and sometimes it'll actually say expand options. It just depends. But what that actually means is that there's other ways that I can get a hold of Cliff. Maybe I want a different one. But then I could double tap that. But I'm not going to do that because I do want that one. Let's see what else we have, though. Jennifer Stubb, H-O-W. See, there's another person who has that STU. Remember, I just typed STU. There's someone Jennifer else in my contacts H-O-W. or in my recents uh, that, that I um, can send that also has STU in their name. But I'm actually going to... There's probably more, too. I don't know. But I'm going to go back to Trainer Cliff here. Cliff Miller Sr. We're just going to double tap. Text field is editing. Now I'm still in an edit field. So if I want to send to a second person, I just repeat those steps. I just type again the first couple of letters, look above the keyboard on screen and find the result I want and double tap it. You can also, by the way, in your to field or your CC or your BCC field, you can actually paste a list of email addresses, one per line, if you want to send to a bunch of people. And so this is a useful way to, to send messages. And by the way, you are not required to have something in the to field if you want to only BCC. And people say, why would you BCC? That's kind of underhanded. It's kind of not letting everybody know, you know who all you're sending it to. But actually, not so much. It, it depends on the intent. For example, if you want to send to a lot of people, most times they don't all want to look through that whole, you know, this was sent to John, Jane, Teresa, Melanie, Robert. You know, They don't want to see that. Because it, it really takes them a long time to swipe through that, especially with voiceover, if they're not sure of you know, some of the quick gestures to bypass it. And so there's times when BCC is really useful. Hey, Cliff. I, I, I was trying to let you slide, but see, you always give half the information. <laughs> 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 no, but not, not only can you have it each on individual line, but you can also separate it by a comma. So say I wanted to send one to you, Rita, you know, uh, Jessica, your parents and Sherry, I could write everybody's email address separated with a comma without a space and paste that in there too. And it would go just as well. So it can be either. Oh, okay. You just don't put a space after the comma. You just put right. a comma and then the next email. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the, I guess okay. you could say cool. the comma serves as the return or the next line. As, right. But you can right. Do it either way, Cause I've done it both ways just to test it. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. 
Um, so we have, um, we've put that in there. So the, the, um, the CC and BCC are, they're hidden right now. When I swipe to the right, you'll see what I mean. I, I've already done, this is the two fields still in case I want to type anybody else in there. But when I swipe to the right, you're going to see Cliff Miller Sr. He's, he's already selected and double tap to show more info, double tap and hold, then drag up or down to move to other address fields. Okay. Actions available. And there's actions there. Show alternate addresses. Activate. Okay, default. so we're not going to mess with that. He's already in the two. He's set now. Let's go to the right. CC slash BCC from See, double it, tap to show more info. Okay, CC, BCC, and from are all sort of hidden in that one uh, one button there. And we're going to, if you double tap it, it brings it up. So CC is carbon copy. BCC is blind carbon copy. And then the from, you can change the from because maybe you have more than one account on your device. And if I'm sending a personal message to someone, I might want to view, I want, might want to use one of my, one of my home accounts. But if I'm sending a message to a customer, I might want to use one of my business accounts, for example. So you, in order to, to get to this, you have to double tap on this thing that says CCBCC from. CC slash BCC from. And there's even a hint. Double tap to show more info. There's your hint. So you double tap that. It brings up each of those individually. And then you still have to double tap on the one you want. Like if you want to change the from, you have to double tap on from. And it'll bring up a list on sort of the left-hand side, kind of the middle left of your iPad where you can pick from your accounts. and you can you know, choose the one you want. And again, that's also where you'll do your BCC if you want to do that or your, or your carbon copy. We're going to leave that hidden right now, though, because I don't need to do any of that for this message. It's showing me where I'm sending it from right now. Subject and then there's the subject field. Double tap to insert. So we're just going to double tap on the subject and just put hi in the subject. And then what I'm going to do is go back to the message body. Message body sent from my iPad. Now the message body, double tap. Double tap to edit. Use the road insertion point at start. Message body. And if I'm not sure if I'm really at the start, I can repeatedly double tap. Insertion point at end. There's the end. Insertion point at start. There's the beginning. Always make sure you're at the beginning of your message body edit field when you start writing because people sometimes don't do that with voiceover. I think they overthink it and they double tap a second time and then they don't listen to it say that the insertion point is actually at the end. And the problem with that is, especially if you're in a group where you have a lot of replies, all of those quotes, the, the block quotes from the, you know, the previous messages end up above what you've typed and people have to scroll way down to the bottom of their of your message to read your reply. And that just doesn't make sense. So you always want to be at the top of the message, which we are. And you heard it say, sent from my iPad. That is the default mail signature sent from my iPad, sent from my iPhone, whatever. And uh, at one point I had thought about changing it. And then I noticed um, years ago, uh, it, it's sort of a humorous thing, but I, it, I always I, I tell this story because it is. Um, there was a uh, a time when uh, when Steve Jobs was still alive and CEO of Apple, that you know he would respond to customers when they emailed him. He'd actually write replies. And they were very short, you know, because he was really busy. But he would write replies, and I believe that actually Tim Cook has done that, and other Apple execs have as well. I'm not saying they haven't, but uh, it was most famously noticed when he used to do it, and he had his reply, he had his signature left at the default of sent from my iPhone or sent from my iPad. And I know that because one time they actually pointed out that 
uh, he was using an iPad to reply to a message. And it was after the iPad was announced, but before it was available to the public. And so people were really excited to see sent from my iPad in his signature. But I thought to myself, if it's good enough for Steve Jobs to leave the default um, mail signature, it's good enough for me. <laughs> but I have learned since that time, you can actually have a different um, signature for each account in your settings if you want to do that. So technically, if I wanted to... Um, I have an actual business email. It's info at ttjtech.net. It's not the one I prefer to use. I prefer to use the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com, which is an alias of my iCloud email. But I, you know, I do have info at ttjtech.net, which is through uh, Gmail's uh, G Suite service. And um, you know, I could make it so that whenever I send from info at ttjtech.net, that would say, you know, Matthew Volbrecht, the tech juggernaut, whatever. You know, I could do that. And then I could still let my other ones as sent from my iPad or whatever, you know. So you can um, you can definitely choose that. It it's uh, it it seems as though it must be per device because the phone says sent from my iPhone. Um, but you can definitely do it globally for all accounts, or you can change the signature per account. This is the message body. Again, we're at the beginning of it because we want to definitely not put our reply at the end, okay? So we're just going to type hello, just a very short message. That's all we're going to put. And I put a period and I'll put a return. If I read back... Subject, message body, text field, is editing, hello. Sent from my iPad. Now... mode, insertion point between new line and new line at the position. All right. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Very thorough, very detailed, and you can use your rotor. You have all the typical things you'd expect in your rotor. You have whatever you have in there. I mean, you customize that. But in other words, you have you know words, characters, text selection, all these things that you might need. We're not going to get into that because that's a whole separate topic of how to use the rotor to to edit. And and maybe we should do that at some point. But it's you know it's not for today. But it does work. All right, so you can do all those things like you would expect. Now, if this is good, I just go minimize draft, cancel, high. Okay, I'm sure there's send button. The send button. Those other things, minimize draft means it, it goes to the bottom of the screen in my draft box and I can come back to it later. Um, and of course, there was cancel and then the, the title high heading is what I typed in the subject. But here's that send button. So if this is good enough the way it is, send button. I just send it. But I want to show you some other things that you can do in the mail app. Now, if you're using an iPhone, this is going to be a little bit different because what you're going to have is you're going to have a, a collapsed toolbar for, I think, the purpose of, of saving screen real estate. It's not going to be expanded by default. And I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's pretty self-explanatory. It either says expand toolbar or show toolbar items or something. I just don't remember exactly what it says. But again, Above the keyboard on the screen, above the letters of the keyboard, you're going to find this. So here's my message body. Prediction. Well, text here's my message body. I'll message go back. body. Text field is editing. Hello. Okay. To its right, I'm on an iPad, so I don't have to expand it. Button. There's one button. We'll take a look at it in a minute. And then if we keep going. Text format. Button. All right. Cap. Hi. Prediction. Here's some predictions. Hi. Prediction. Autocorrect. Quick type. Whatever. P. Prediction. All right. Insert photo or video actions button. Insert photo or video. Insert document actions. Insert document. 
insert drawing. Button. Insert drawing. Cap Q. And then we're back to the keyboard. Correct. So let's take a look at these. The first one was a button that's actually not labeled, but let's see what it does if we double tap it. Message button. Undo button. Okay. Redo. Dimmed button. Redo. So it's just undo and redo. We're going to tap off of that, like tap up above it. Dismiss pop-up. And we'll double tap. Double tap to dismiss pop-up window. If you didn't want to do it that way, you could also have done, I think, a two-finger Z-scrub. That should have caused the same uh, results to happen. And if we swipe to the right, uh, again, button. Um, we get to that. There's that button. Text format button. There's text format. Now, let's look at all the amazing options that we have here. Really, the best way to use this is to have your text selected first. So you want to use text selection in the rotor and select what you want to format. But look at all these rich formatting options. Format, heading, bold, button, bold, button, italic, underline, strike through, default font, button, decrease font size, button, increase font size, text color, black, button, numbered list, bu numbered list, button. And I think there's more yet. Following list, button, yep. left justified, center justified, button, right justified, decrease quote level, increase quote level, indent left, indent right, indent And that, I think, button. is it. Indent yep, right. that's it. All right, let's, let's Dismiss pop -up. get out of it and let's talk about Message. it. First of all, if you're on an iPad and you get to the boundary and it makes that little bonk sound and it doesn't appear like it can go any further, but you know there must be more options. Like I did, you heard me say, I think there's still more than that or something. What you want to do is a three-finger swipe up. I don't know why, but for some reason, you have to do that occasionally in the format menu. And I think it's probably because of what's visible on the screen. So if it, 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 it happened right away, the first item I had was bold, and then it wouldn't go to the right. So I did a three-finger swipe up, and then I swiped to the right with one finger again, and it's fine. And I had to do that one additional time later on in the menu. But you heard all of these, and I don't think that happens on the phone, by the way. I think it's just on the iPad. But you heard all of these rich text formatting options, bold, italic, text color, font size, um, and that you had the, the center and left and right justify, and you had numbered lists and bulleted lists, um, which, by the way, is how I knew that the menu was not, that we really hadn't reached the end because it said one of them, I forget now, I think it was numbered, and I knew there had to be bulleted in there as well. So, you know, I did that three-finger swipe up and then I was able to keep going. But you had bulleted, you had numbered, you had the uh, quote level, all these different options that you, can, um, that you can choose for your text. And that is incredible because that really was not a part of mail until iOS and iPadOS 13. And before that, you know, all you could do is basic text in your mail on iOS and people said, well, you know, iOS is great, but I guess it's not really great for, um, you know, advanced email stuff. I guess I got to go to my desktop. Well, not anymore because you can do all of those things. That's all these rich text options that you have in your um, format menu. But again, I highly recommend that you, uh, that you select your text first uh, before you apply these formatting changes. And then another important um, little tidbit I can give you is I always recommend putting two returns, two blank lines after whatever text you want to format before you start formatting it, because that makes sure you haven't over-selected or under-selected. You know, with, with voiceover, you don't want to mess that up. I mean, nobody wants to mess that up, but it's just a little easier to, to know what you're doing. So if, you, if you're making, you know, um, 
if you want to make something a, a sort of a heading look, you know, and it's uh, it says, uh, um, I don't know, let's just say our plans for next month. That's your you know heading, and you want to bold and italicize that and center it and stuff. What you would do is type our plans for next month, return, return, and then go back up and select our plans for next month, and then go over to the format menu, and you can apply whatever changes you want to apply. So that is the format menu. Now we have more stuff. Text full cap. Hot. There's our. Prediction. There'll be predictions, or there'll be autocorrect, just depending on the situation. Right now, they're quick type predictions because we ended our sentence. We put hello period new line, remember? So this is predictions of what it thinks I might want to say next. Hi, prediction, D, prediction, insert photo or video actions button. All right, so here's insert photo or video actions. We double tap on that to show you. Photo library, take photo or video, take photo. Okay, so you've got two options there. Dismiss and, and they're common sense options, right? You can use your photo library, iCloud or otherwise, and, and you can use your camera to, to take a photo or video. Now here, insert insert document actions. Button. Insert document. Let's take a look at these actions. Add document. Scan document. Scan. Okay. Add, doc Add document is going to give you access to your files app, iCloud Drive, on my iPad, wherever you, you know, whatever you have connected to your files app, you're going to be able to add. So this is a great way to add attachments because what happens is you can just um Find it in your files app or in your photos. You had both of those options. Now, I know it's also possible to email an attachment from the file or the photo itself. And quite often I do that. You know, you're in your photos app. Oh, I want to sh share this with somebody. So you hit share and you do it that way. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just want to show you that there's more than one way to do it. So another way is right here with those buttons. And if we keep going... Hi. Insert insert drawing. We also have insert drawing, and this allows you to draw. If you have an Apple pencil or a Logitech crayon, you can draw with that. You have all the handwriting tools that you want. And uh, I want to just explain something about handwriting. I know it's not the topic for today. It's a, a bit of a rabbit trail, but I'll keep it really quick. I think it's important to distinguish. Um, this handwriting that we're talking about is not to be confused with the voiceover handwriting as an input method, okay? It's totally separate. This actually brings up writing tools on the screen. You can choose a crayon, a pen, you know, maybe a paintbrush, all these different things. Pick the color you want. You can, you know, use your, as I said, your Apple Pencil. You can draw on the screen and it inserts a drawing. I also want to point out that that's not to be confused with the scribble feature, which allows you to handwrite, or I guess use your Apple Pencil, in any edit field that accepts text. When you attempt to do that, you cannot do it with voiceover on at this point. You have to turn voiceover off and scribble. But I will tell you that voiceover will read it back, okay? Voiceover can, can recognize the writing and it turns it into actual text that voiceover can read. Um, another thing I want to show you is that there's yet another way to bring up actions. So you have your rotor actions, you have your menu toolbar that's up there. But I also want to, if you're in subject, message body, text field is editing. I should be able to double tap and hold or hello, period. Button. Let's see if it's brought up anything. Cap, Maybe that doesn't work in mail. I guess it, let me just try it one more time. Insertion point at end. Hello. Sent for my iPad button. Text for. Okay. So I, I, I lied to you inadvertently. You can't double tap and hold. You can, once you select text though, 
it will bring up a little pop-up menu with with copy and paste and stuff like that. But of course, you can also do that in your rotor. So you have a lot of ways to accomplish the same thing. Now, if I'm ready, I can send this message. Send button. Which is what I want to do. And it's sent. And I have a custom sound for the send. I don't know if you heard it. It was pretty uh, soft, but it was there. And uh, you can customize all those sounds. You can customize the send mail sent sound, and you can have the you know receive mail new mail sound, and you can even have a different mail sound for each account for your VIP. All that stuff you can have different mail sounds. So that's sending a message. Trainer Cliff has probably received that now, and that's fine. But you are able to do a lot more with your messages than just the basic replies and the you know typing a basic message. You can do all this formatting, you can draw in it, you can add photos and documents and videos. Um, the file attachment option is great. And, and the document one in particular allows you, like I said, to access anything from your files app. Now, when we're talking about attachments, I should point out that most internet providers have a file size limit of what you can send. But Apple has come up with a workaround for that as well. And they call it MailDrop. If the, um, if the mail app detects that you are sending something larger than the server is going to allow for whatever account you're sending it from, it's going to ask you, do you want to use MailDrop? And what MailDrop does is it actually uploads the attachment that you are attempting to send to iCloud, it keeps it there for, I think, 30 days, and it sends the recipient a link to download it. Now, it is my understanding, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a while, um, but I, it's my understanding if you use iCloud Mail that it doesn't even go through all that. It, it, it's able to just send it to the other person regardless of the size. But any other account, it sends a link, and then they can, they can tap on that link to download it. While we're on that subject, what about receiving attachments? How do we work with that? So let me find a message with attachments. And I know that I got a, a voicemail today um, on my home phone, which I don't even use, uh, but they still call both my home phone and my iPhone whenever the school wants to call about something. My kids are all virtual, but they, they call us at home and at, on my iPhone if they have automated messages. And they had a, an automated message today reminding us that there's no school on Monday uh, for President's Day. So I'm wondering if I search, search already deleted that search message. It's space. Because if I did, I, it might still find it in the... I got to search for Magic Jack. And when I do, I'm hoping to find a message from them that, that actually I can show you has an attachment because that's a great way to... Magic Jack. New VM. Okay, there's yeah, there zero, it is. There it is. Twenty minutes in your Magic Jack mailbox. That's the one, and it's going to have an attachment. Selected Magic. Oh, this is a different one, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. So in my message here, at the very, very bottom of the screen, I can four finger single tap near the bottom if I want to, more or I can just button. find it. There's more actions. Here it is. Here's the attachment. MSG0006.wav, thirty-four kilobytes attachment. Now actions available. What are the actions? Trash. Flag, reply. Oh, those are just the message actions. Okay. Now, if this were not downloaded, I would have to first double tap it to download it. And then I'd have to double tap it a second time to play it. But I think it's already downloaded because it didn't say anything about tap to download. So we're just going to double tap it. 
done button. There's the done button if we swipe to the right. MSG 0006. Again, play button. There's the play button and share button. There's the share button. So here's play. play button. Pause button. Hi, this is BCP Dead. Okay, we'll pause that. Play. And that was a message I received. That's an audio file. You wouldn't have a play button if it were a document. You might see some of the text of it or a photo or whatever, but you're always going to have this share button. Share button. And so if I want to move this to my files app, save it on iCloud Drive. If it's a photo and I want to save it to my photo library, if I want to send it to another person, whatever I want to do, all of those options and more are going to be available in the share menu. That is where you're going to find everything you need. So how do I save it? How do I copy it? How do I open it in another app? How do I send it to somebody else? Whatever, all of those options you'll find in the share menu. When, when we're finished, done button. We just hit done. Selected. Oh, so that's a bit about um, that is a bit about your attachments in case anybody was wondering how to work with Selected. those. Friday now let me cancel 12. out of this search, search cancel button field on red. Best and friend. what I'd like to do now is I'd like to have our first round of questions. We uh, of course have till 430. Um, so I want to take some questions and then I want to talk about the advanced stuff. I want to show you smart mailboxes and then I'm going to give the floor to Cliff and he's going to talk about some really cool mail sorting and organizing uh, features and functions and any other advanced stuff that he wants to cover. So before we do that, let's go ahead, if we can, and get some questions about just this general review that we've done so far. Okay. And if you would like to ask a question and you are on the PC um, to raise your hand, uh, you can press Alt-Y. If you are on a Mac, you can press Options-Y. If you are on a uh, the app, it's um, the a button um, on the lower left of the screen. It says raise hand. And if you are on a landline, it is star nine to raise your hand. And we've already got four questions, Matt. So let's uh, all right. Uh, let's go and let's go with a two zero one area code. Um, Ending in 406, you should be allowed to talk and go ahead with your question, please. Thank you very much. My name is Lisa, and forgive me if I'm a little slow because um, you're doing great, inf it's fantastic information. I'm glad we're having this call. I would like to know how you get that pull up screen again. I was trying it, and I wasn't successful where it says bold, italics, you know, um, paste, uh, where you can, you know, change the various, you can sure, do the various sure. things. Is that yes, the same absolutely. place? Is that the same place as where you can share? Where you had said we could click share? Well, no. So those that was okay. those were two different things. That share option was when we were viewing an attachment. The the bold and italic, all that stuff was when we were composing a message in the message body, and you're swiping. If you go up above the on screen keyboard to the message body edit field, and you start swiping to the right you're going to find those options. Now, the thing is, Lisa, if you're using an iPhone, most often those options are not shown by default. I think that it's... I just don't remember the exact verbiage. I'm sorry, but I think it says like expand toolbar or show toolbar or something or, or sh you, you, you can't... They're not there until you do that. You have to double tap on whatever that option is that indicates it's going to you know expand more items and then you will find 
those text formatting options and all that other stuff. Okay, I can't seem to find that. That's where I'm at a loss. I'm on an iPhone. Do you have the... Uh, Lisa, are you at a, on a device that we can hear? Yeah, you... that's what I was just... Yep. Can you hear me? Yes. Are you okay, on I'm a sorry. device, your iPhone, where we could hear you? Yeah, um, can, can you try it? Can like, you go you... to a, a mail message, right? It says, I'm on my phone now. It says expand toolbar. <laughs> expand toolbar. Okay. So okay, it's right so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? I'm yes. It's going to it's going to be just to the left of the queue or above the queue. It'll say expand toolbar. And then that's when you do that. But correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. Don't you have to have some text selected first before any of those options are show or will they just show and be dimmed? Well, I don't know. Mine showed on the iPad. But again, that may be different on the phone. Um, so I, I don't know. So you're in a you've got an email, an email up, Lisa, and you're you've got an editable text field up. Yes. How do I get the editable text? Um, go, I'm, I'm, compose. Yes, I have the compose, and I have two, and I have subjects, and I put. Okay, some text so you in need it. to go over to where it says message body, and you need to double tap on that. I don't know where that. Oh wait, wait. Oh, message body. Hold on. Okay, I'm in message body. Okay. Okay. Now, now just type a couple to the right. Format photo attachment. Yep. Okay, so you you found it. Yep. You you already. It's already expanded. Format is the one that's going to give you the bold and the italic and the text color and all those things. Oh, the format. I missed that. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry to screen. No, not a problem. No problem. Glad we could help. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Nathan Brannon. You should be able to unmute. Nathan, you are up next. I can hear me. Hey, Nathan. Yes. Hi there. Um, I just don't remember. How do you select text in an email on the phone? So the the easiest way for us to do that as voiceover users is to, is to make sure we have put text selection in the rotor. And if you're not familiar with it, I'll just very, very quickly. Uh, and again, this is something that we will revisit in the iPad course and all that. But very quickly... What we do is we make sure the voiceover cursor is positioned before or in front of the first thing that we want to select. We then turn our rotor until we hear text selection. Now, at that point, we have to swipe up and down with one finger to choose whether we want to select by characters or by words. So, you know, if I've typed the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog and I want to select the quick brown, I'm probably going to select by word. If I just want to select D-O of the word dog, I'm probably going to select by characters, you know, but you can choose characters, words, lines. There's, you know, a bunch of different options. So you, you swipe up and down with one finger to choose which one. And then once you've got the one you want to use, you're going to swipe right with one finger to increase what is selected by that value in character by character, word by word, whatever. And if you've selected too much, you swipe back to the left with one finger to decrease it. Once it is selected, now you can find the format menu and do those things. But I should point out, once you've selected what you want, I suggest turning the rotor away from text selection to anything else. Because otherwise, if you try to swipe left and right to find the format buttons, it's going to select more text. It's not going to move your voiceover cursor. So... Select what you want to select and then turn the rotor, like even if you just turn it 
once to the left, it's probably going to go to, well, it depends on your, you know, setup of your rotor, but you get my point. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Hey guys, this is Beth. Hey Beth. Hey, I had a question um, concerning doing a voice message. So if I understand it correctly, you could go into voice memos. You could record a message and then you could attach that message which is saved automatically, as I understand it, in the Voice Memos app, you could attach that message to an email and send it to somebody. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. That is really cool. Okay, thank you very much. Not a problem. I'll just point out, if you want to send it directly from the Voice Memos app via email, you can do that. If you want to go the other way, like we demonstrated today, you're going to have to save that Voice Memos, that that recording, to your files app first because the the mail app attach button doesn't access the voice memos app directly. But if you save your recording to the files app, then you could attach it that way. So you have a few different options. Okay. What was the first one? The one before that? The first one was just use the, the voice memos app. There's a share button right in voice memos once oh, you've okay. recorded it. And that will bring up mail as one of the choices. And you can automatically, you know, it just automatically attaches it then. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Hello. Good job. Hi there. Yes. Um, I had a question uh, or a request, I guess, for uh, Cliff when we get into the uh, more advanced functions. If you could explain how to set up the VIP mailboxes. I've tried and tried and it just doesn't seem to work for me. I'm sure I'm missing a few points and I would really like to learn how to do that. Thank you. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'm sure Cliff has, has heard that. And, and that's, yeah, that's uh, something I haven't done a whole lot of. Cliff, have you worked with that much? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. So you can help him out there then. Did we have any other questions for now before we move on to that stuff? Oh, we, we do seem to be clear right now of questions. Okay. All right, so then let's let's talk about some of these more advanced features. And I'm going to, as I said, in a moment, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna turn things over to Cliff. I just want to show you one thing that I like to do. Uh, I don't use a lot of mail sorting, which Cliff always picks on me about. But I, I, you know, a lot of times I just like to work with my all inboxes. But I do want to show you something called. Uh, and did we determine that they were called smart mailboxes, or is that the wrong term now, Cliff? Is that a Mac term? What did we decide? I, I think I'm using I the wrong... I can't remember. I'd, I'd have to go... Let me go and look. Yeah, because I can't remember either. I, 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 I always say smart mailboxes because that makes sense, but I don't think that's the right term, actually. Um, I think they're just called mailboxes, but they're not sure. Maybe they, maybe they are, but what I'll, I'll show you what they do while he's looking that up. So what happens is if I want to go and do a little bit of sorting without having to do anything too extensive, okay? I go back to mailboxes back button my list of mailboxes right back button mailboxes heading and what i do is selected all in if i look at the very bottom of the screen four finger single tap Drafts. near the no near the bottom ought to do it and you're going to find and yeah here's all my mailboxes from different Drafts. accounts all, all these different start okay edit there's an edit button edit button the edit button is going to allow you to create new mailboxes 
as well as to reorder your existing ones. It's also going to let you turn on and off any of these mailboxes so that they either do or do not show up here. And some of the ones that I have turned on that are there by default that we might not know about, which I'm calling smart, but again, maybe that's not the correct term, but I want to show you what some of them are because they're really, really cool. So let me go back up here because I've already got them on. Selected. So let's just look at them. Oh, my edit button's up there. That's interesting. It was at the bottom. Selected all inboxes. So there's all inboxes, which we talked about. iCloud 6500. Okay, there's my iCloud, all these different ones. But listen, there's VIP. Now let me show you some other ones that I have turned on, though. Unread. There's the unread mailbox. Unread applies to all of my accounts. And I've turned this on very specifically because did you ever get to a situation where you think you have all your messages read? but it still says there's some unread and they must be further back. And you're like, well, where are those unread messages? Well, this unread mailbox will show me only the messages that I have not read. Google calls Here's them. another one. And I don't know how much I would trust is based on the fact. The attachments mailbox. Whoops, my, sorry, my phone went on speaker. Did somebody say something there? No, I was saying that Google calls them smart filters. Now it comes from Google and, you know, they pay for their searches to be on Apple. So I don't know how much I want to trust it, but that's what they call them. They call them smart filters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, there we go. Okay, good. All right. So yes. So there's the attachments one, attachments. which is going to have every message that has an attachment with it. Thread notifications. No Thread notifications. Today. 20. Today is cool today. because this is all the messages that I have received today. So if I want to look at that, that's very, very easy to do. All drafts. No I have all drafts, all sent, all sent and all trash. So all of these are what I'm calling the smart mailboxes. Again, that may be the wrong term, but you know, all of these are ones that are there by default that are just not turned on. And you can go to edit and turn them on. And I think they're very, very useful. I like all drafts and I like all trash because a lot of times you might not know where something, you, you know, sometimes, especially if you do it like me. Now, if you do it like Cliff, that's not probably the case. But in my case, I don't always know where a message came from because I use the all inboxes primarily. And so maybe I've accidentally deleted something and I don't want to have to go through each individual account's trash folder or trash mailbox just to find it. So instead, I can just go to all trash and now it doesn't matter where it came from. I can find it. And if I really do want to keep it, I can move it back to an inbox or, or whatever I need to do. So this is, a, again, you go into edit and you turn on whatever you want. And you can also create mailboxes there, which will allow you to sort manually. But what I want to do is I want to turn things over to Cliff for a little while, and he's going to talk more about the creation of mailboxes. And he's also going to talk about ways to make it happen automatically so that when you receive messages, they automatically go where you want them to go. So Cliff, I turn it over to you. Matt, just and the team, just letting you know, you have about 23 minutes left and you do have one raised hand. I don't know if you want to take the question at this point. All right, Cliff, what do you think? You want to talk a little bit first and then take the question? or No, do you go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and take the hand real quick and then we'll take go. The hand okay, first. Debbie, okay, Debbie, you should be able to unmute. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, this probably doesn't exactly re uh, relate to what you're talking to now, but I was wondering, earlier you were talking about like the messages thread and using the rotor. 
Is there a way that you can do those same functions without using the rotor? Or I'll, I always have a hard time using the rotor. Um, unfortunately, it's not going to be very easy to go from message to message without using the rotor. I think there may be, let me just check something. I think there may be a next message button, but I don't know if it's going to take you to the next message in the thread or where that's going to take you. So let me just try it once really quickly. Um, where's my, I've gotten a whole bunch of messages just since we talked. All right, there we go. If I'm on, let's go back to message one. Message one of three collapsed on red. And I think there is, isn't? Message one of three collapsed. Message two of three. And when they're expanded is when it's trickier. Message because message when they're expanded, three, message one of three collapsed. I double tapped it to expand it. Yes, she now. I thought there was like a next. Yeah, three. Updated toggle filter. Three messages. I don't see. Delete. But I used to think there was like a next message button, but I don't even see that. There's a just a suggestion. Um, you can, if you're having trouble getting the rotor to come up with that twist action, you can reprogram the rotor action um, in voiceover and in settings and accessibility, voiceover <laughs> and uh, the commands. <laughs> and, right, right. Right. And you can uh, change your, the, like some people have a trouble twisting to get the rotor to come up that, that virtual on screen, you know, help. So you could program it to like a two finger swipe, right. For a rotor action or a four finger swipe up for a rotor, any action that's unassigned in those commands, you can make it become a rotor for you. I mean, if that would help you. Oh, okay. I think the, Thank you. The rotor is very underutilized. A lot of blind people don't use it for navigation. And so you can go in there and you can customize it. Yeah, I I think that would be the best bet. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, We have no more hands at this point. All right. Well, somebody asked a question about VIP, so I think I'll start there. That is one of those smart mailbox, smart filters, whatever you want to call it. Um, If you are on your iPad or your iPhone, VIP, right after that, there's a more info button. And to set those up, that's pretty much where you go. Uh, You would double tap on more info. And if you don't have anybody, I mean, I already have people in mind. I think I'll have like 20 people in mind or 20 email addresses like um, bills and electric um, electric company, stuff like that, because I like to be notified on those things specifically. I'll get into that in a minute. But you go into that and if it's empty, the first thing it'll say is add VIP. So you'll double tap on it and you can either search or just swipe your contacts and get to the person or the contact card that you want to add to the VIP. And if they have more than one email address, then it's going to open that contact and you can so actually no, it's gonna it's gonna select that person automatically. It doesn't matter how many email addresses they have, because whenever they send you an email from no matter where it comes from, it's gonna automatically go into VIP the VIP mailbox as well as your regular inbox. So, like Matt was talking about earlier, the today 
uh, mailbox will show you messages from today and the unread will show you unread. The attachments will only show you messages with attachments. So if you go into VIP, it'll only show you messages from your VIP. Very important person. I'm assuming that stands for. So and it will always automatically put them in alphabetical order. So even if I select Rita first and then I select Matt after her, Matt's always going to be before her because it automatically puts your VIPs in alphabetical order. And once you add them, you really don't need to go look at them unless you want to go remove them or see who's in it to see if there's anybody missing. But that's pretty much how you do it. So again, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cliff, but can't you also like if I then receive an email from somebody else and I think to myself, oh, I should add them. Can't you just use the rotor actions on their message? And isn't there a VIP option there? I don't think I don't know if it's in the rotor action because I've never done it that way. But I do know that if you go into more in, or into info oh, of the, of the yeah, contact, maybe that's can, where it is more. Yeah, that you could be right. Yes. Yep, you yeah, you have to go actually go right. into the from, you know, and go into yeah. more info and it'll go. It'll say add to VIP or block contact. So yeah, it's in yeah, that that's, actual okay. option. Okay. So but after you have set it up. Um, so again, you go to VI, you go to, you don't want to double tap on the VIP because that's actually the mailbox or folder, whichever you choose to call it. But if you swipe past that and go to more info, double tap on that, that's where you would add your VIPs, add or remove them. If you continue on down after you go to add or remove, there's um set up custom alerts because what happens with the VIP mailbox, you can actually give it its own custom alert. So for me, I have mine as a fire engine uh, siren because whenever my kids email, teachers email me, I want to make sure I get that email right away just in case of something urgent or they couldn't reach me on the phone, whatever the case may be. So mine's a fire engine horn uh, or siren. And what I have, you can customize these alerts. So just like in your normal notifications, you can have it as a banner, which, you know, alerts you once and then goes away. You can have, have it as alert. An alert is something that doesn't go away until you dismiss it, or you can have it show on lock screen. Now, I don't have my regular mail show on lock screen, but I have my VIP show on lock screen, and I have it as an alert. So it's not going to go away until I give it attention. Um, and again, I have it as a the fire engine siren, so it's something loud that I, I'm going to notice right away. But you can custom customize these as you see fit and you know you just have to play around with it poke around as Rita would say and see what your options are because there are a few of them in there and for VIP there's only one you know not one but there's only pretty much one way you can set it it's uh, not one way but there's a few options but once you set it it's not going to change for each VIP it's going to be that way for every VIP whether it's you know John James Stephanie him or whatever if they're in their vip it's all so since i have mine set up as show me on the lock screen um as an alert with that um sound it's all going to be no matter who it is but the good thing about it is because it's going to show up on my lock screen i can swipe to see who it's from to decide whether i'm going to read it or not and oh yeah and i also have it show me a preview of the message so i can see how important it is to look at, you know, if I need to open that message. So um, as we get into sorting, though, it's a little different because Matt has multiple accounts on his phone and I used to. Um, so I used to poke him about that all inbox. Um, one thing um, that 
all inboxes does say he has a message that's going to the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com, but he also has the, you know, his personal email address and another business address. No matter where the message is coming from, it's going to show up in that all inbox. But the one thing that's nice about it is if he goes into different messages from different right, accounts, cool. when he when he replies to those messages, it'll reply from that address. So he doesn't have to change it. One of the things I want to mention, because I sort my email. Now, the, the problem is you, if you want these things to be sorted across the board, on your accounts, whether it's Gmail, iCloud, or Outlook, those are the three that I know for sure will sort. If you want them to sort on all your devices, it has to be done on the website. iCloud and Gmail are the two that I'm most familiar with, even though I know Outlook does it. So if you want the all the messages from ttjtech.net, that's not an email address, but I'm just giving an example. If you want it to go into a certain mailbox on all your devices you have to go to icloud.com on your mac or your ipad os it as far as i'm the last time i checked it is not accessible on windows the ipad um safari web browser is recognized as a desktop client that's why you're allowed to go to icloud.com go to um what do they call them they call them rules go to rules add a new rule and say when a message comes from stir it up at iCloud.com, put it in resources folder. So you can sort those mail that way. You can also sort it on the Mac or in your Outlook client on Mac or PC, but those messages will only sort when you open up that mail client. So if you want them to sort across the board, it has to be done on the server whether it's Gmail, iCloud, or Outlook. Again, those are the three that I'm familiar with. I don't know if Yahoo does it. I've heard that it does, but Yahoo's website, as most of you know, is not accessible. As for other mail clients um, like AOL or MSN, I know they're still lurking around, but not as popular as the other ones. But yes, the sorting has to be done on the website. So for instance, if I go to iCloud.com and I create a new rule, and I say, I want all messages that come from acb.org to go into resources for Zoom conferences folder. I will put acb.org for the for where it's coming from. Then it'll say store in or put in um, put into folder is one of the options. There's actually a lot of options you can do when you're sorting or setting up a rule. You can have it automatically deleted. You can you can have it automatically Mark us red and leave in the inbox. You can automatically forward it to another email address. There's a lot of options. But in this case, we're talking about sorting. So it's going to say move to, which is the choice that I would pick. And it's automatically set on. And you'll pick the folder, hit done, hit done again. And from now on, when a message comes from acb.org, it's automatically going to go into my Zoom conferences or whatever you name the folder. Again, this has to be done on iCloud.com in order for it to sync across your iPad, iPhone, Mac, or whatever other devices you have. Because if you do it in on the Mac, in the rules section on there, or Thunderbird or Outlook, whatever mail client you do work with on your desktop, it's only going to apply when you open that mail client. But if you do it on the server, whether it's iCloud or Gmail, it's going to do it no matter where you open up the mail. That's why it's convenient to do it 
on the server itself. That way it's what, what I like to call set it and forget it because you only have to do it once unless you're going to go back on there and change. Like I run, me and Matt run a few IO, group.io um, groups together. So I have a rule set. If anything comes from groups.io, it goes into my Apple everything folder because that's mostly what I'm in groups that I'm in in groups.io. So it goes to a, a folder called Apple everything. So if it's from groups.io, it doesn't matter if it's from uh, the public beta list, if it's from the only Apple talking support list, even from iDevices, which reader writes articles for each Monday. If it's got if it ends in groups.io, it's going to that Apple everything folder. So I know I moved kind of fast and there's not that much time left. So unless there's something you want to add, Matt, we can start taking questions. Yeah, you guys have about 10 minutes left. Um, Cliff, I did actually just have one question because um, I don't do it. And I'm, I'm wondering, I think it'll help others too. With the VIP thing that you talked about a moment ago, does that, in order to get like the sound and the, the, you know, the preview on the lock screen and stuff, you have to use, they have to be emailing your iCloud address. Is that correct? No, it is not. It is it, not. It, nope. As long as they're in your contacts, they can be added to your VIP. It doesn't matter if they're emailing Gmail, iCloud, whatever. It, it's it's, it, it's going to go to that VIP folder or that um, mail client's inbox. Okay. So even if it doesn't have, even if it's an address that doesn't necessarily have true push support, it will come to the the lock screen and stuff like that then is that right yep with the custom sound exactly with okay that's good to know okay uh all right yeah let's see if we have some questions then okay right now you don't have any raised hands but again if you would like to raise your hand it's alt y on the pc options y on the mac on the app it's under the lower left corner under the raise hand and it's star nine on the phone if you have any questions for uh, the team. Uh, oh, and I do have uh, 201. Your hand is raised. Uh, and I'm allowed you to talk. Hi, Lisa again. I, I'm sorry. I forgot my question because I got overwhelmed. It's a lot of information, but I love how you can uh, work with things in the mail on the side and have certain things come in. How did you say... Did you um, you could set what you haven't read yet so that you're not lost in missing emails that you received, please? There's a smart, as Google calls them, there's a, a smart filter, but you have to go into, you have to select that mailbox. So you would go to the, the very top of your screen, no matter if you're on the iPhone or the iPad, double tap on edit, and you just swipe through the mailboxes that you want selected. And you would there's a box, there's a selection that says unread. If you double tap on it, it'll select it. And once you hit done and you go to your mailbox list, there will be a mailbox selected that specifically says unread. So any message that is unread will show up in that um, particular folder. Thank you. Thank you. It sounds it sounds a bit overwhelming for me. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just like there's a mailbox that you can select that says today. So any message that you receive today or tomorrow, which would be tomorrow in today, it specifically says today. So if it doesn't come today, then it's not going to show it to you. Or if it doesn't come tomorrow, when you get to tomorrow, it's not going to show you. So that message is specifically designed for that day um, for new messages. Okay, just because we have quite a few hands raised, uh, we're going to move on to Katie. Katie, 
you should be able to talk. Katie, you can go ahead with your question. Katie? Okay, we're going to move on to, uh, let's move on to Nathan. Uh, Nathan, you should be allowed to talk. Can you hear me? Yep, yep, we can. Okay, what does it mean to increase or decrease quote level? Matt, that's your area. I believe the last time I looked that up, it was, um, my understanding of it, it has to do with the size of the text that is shown, like if you are attempting to uh, work with a reply or quote from a reply or those kinds of things, I believe it is it is the size of that uh and I will verify that to make sure that I have the right information there for you. Um, but I believe that's what it is, according to my understanding. So it increases the font size, that you're saying? Well, it increases. Uh, let me let me just do a quick. Now, now I know on the Mac, while we take I know the on the Mac, question. it does give an exclamation about when you um, quote your signature, it'll say increase, increase quote level. So I think that is what it does. So it makes your yeah. signature on the Mac a little bit bigger when you select increase quote level. So I think that is what it's doing. It's, it's making the, the text bigger to, to huh. specify that it's a signature, I guess. Right. Okay, thanks. And right. I'm doing yeah. a quick search to see if I'm, you know, if it could be better explained. And when after we take the next person, I'll have an answer for you. Okay. Five zero... Eight. Let's see. Uh, you should be allowed to talk. Five zero eight area code. Go ahead. I, how do I read books? Uh, uh, read audio books from Walmart.com on the iPad. Matt, I don't know if that's possible. Is it? Um. Whoops. Sorry about that. I am not familiar with Walmart's audiobook distribution process. Um, the audiobooks that I'm used to reading on the iPad come from, uh, come from Apple Books. Um, we have a uh, virtual help session every Tuesday and Thursday and also on certain Saturdays. And it just so happens that there is one tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central. Um, those are free, and I think that's the more appropriate place to bring this up because it's not on the topic that we're teaching about today. But if you can if join I had us to guess, at the help you'd probably session. have to use a Walmart app, yeah, from their website to do it. But I'm I'm not again. I don't do anything that's not Apple, so I'm not familiar with that either. Yeah. Okay. With four four minutes left, uh, five zero eight. That was Katie who had that question. So five zero eight, you can go ahead. Okay, um, I'm, I want to know um, two things now. When is that class on, on the iPad? What's the date of that pass? March 1st is the first day. Oh, this Thursday? No, March 1st. March 1st. March 1st. Okay, and I have to register for that uh, by going to the app. And the second thing, um, uh, when you're saying change the rotor, uh, I like this to a swipe, and st- a two-finger swipe across the screen. I, I have to go into settings to do that, and it'll, it'll go. And in settings, it'll say where you can make changes in the um, in the rotor. You you go to settings on your phone. You go to settings and accessibility and voiceover yep. and commands. Okay, and then okay. if any command is unassigned, like. You know, a one finger tap is an assigned gesture. You can't change it, right? Okay. Right. Right. But a two finger swipe right gesture, it'll say 
it's it, it won't say dimmed. It, it's assignable. So you can double tap on that, and then you can pick a, a ton of, of actions that that two-finger swipe will do. And so pick the rotor, like turn right, for example, rotor gesture, and then you double tap and you hit done. Um, and then, and then it should work. Okay. Right. So, right. So, so the two, instead of the turning with the two fingers, you'll have a two finger swipe gesture that will turn your rotor options for you. Oh, thank you. That'll make it a lot easier. That's good. Thank you. Okay. Oh. I think we can sneak maybe one more quick one in, uh, Joanne, you can go ahead. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, we can. If I have a very quick question, you can answer it in no time. Do I is by doing the VIP emails, I have to have a computer? No, that can be done on an iPhone or an iPad. Oh, it's, okay. It's, I thought I a, had to have it on a PC. If you go into today. your mail app, there's a VIP and then there's a more then there's a more info. Right after that, you double or you double tap on more info. And if there's nobody in there, it'll say add VIP. You double tap on that and go pick your contacts at, until okay. your heart's content. Oh, that's great. So I can put all that person's mail will go to, into that. Into that folder. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I, mean, I have a friend that sends me a lot of stuff. And I don't read it right away. So, but thank yep. you very much. No problem. And for anybody who didn't get their questions answered today, remember you can email at stir it up at iCloud.com and the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com. Stir yes, with and, you. And, and please subscribe to the blog at ttjtech.net to get information about our help sessions when they're occurring, our classes and all of those things. And very quickly, I did find out the quote level is actually how indented the replied content is not the font size, but the indent level of the replied content. We want to thank you for participating today and thank you for joining us here. Uh, it's always a pleasure. We look forward to being back with you next week. Again, this is the TTJ instructor team from TTJTech.net. God bless you, everybody, and have a great week. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Matt. And uh, Debbie, are we off the stream?